Paul and Gary Donovan, thanks a million for joining us. Uh, last time you were in with the 42 was May 2016. Yeah. You just won European gold. A lot has, a lot has changed since then. A good bit, yeah. 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 Well, we're still rowing, like I said. Yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been two years since then. How long? A good few years. Yeah, two mm. years. It has been up and down, like. Yeah. Do you, do you kind of look back on, the, on that journey at all? Like, I know you've, you've obviously achieved a lot in that time and it's been a bit of a whirlwind time, but do you look back on, over the last kind of two years? Uh, not, not so much, no. no. Um, you kind of do it to time and you just kind of assess what went right and wrong, say, in, in terms of rowing and that, and yeah. just say so you don't forget about it completely and you try and bring those lessons forward, but then we're just kind of always looking towards uh, what's next, what's, next, like, what's yeah. the next challenge and so for, focused on that. You know, for now, like we, were, you know, we, we, we were at the World Champs there last week, but uh, now it was like, right, that's all done last year is over. We've got to try and qualify for the Olympics next and that. That starts at the World Championships next year. We have to finish in the top seven there to qualify for the game. So yeah. that's like the priority now. Yeah. yeah. We were saying there, Sunita obviously medaled at that European Champs as well. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, as we know, she, she was gold. Mm. Um, winning medal on at the World as well. So it's kind of like a nice lineage there between the two of you. Rowing in Ireland is obviously in a really good place at the moment and, and you're leading that. Yeah, in fairness. And um, you know, there's, there's heaps of crews that are developing as well around us. Yeah. And, like we had the women's pair were in the final. They finished sixth. We had a lightweight men's quad that were in the final. And they finished uh, fifth place. And even at last year's World Champs, we had the lightweight men's pair with Mark and Shane. They became world champions. And we had Denise in the final of the lightweight single there. Um, and the team yeah. is just growing. We had I think men's we had the biggest, biggest team ever at the World Championships this year. So we had, I think, seven, 17, 17 athletes. athletes. Um, nine of them were from Skipperine as well. So yeah. that was a nice touch that was over a good half showing, the team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we're, not, we're doing something right anyway yeah. still. So just uh, keep it going and uh, try and get more people up into the medals and more people onto the team is kind of mm. the aim now. Yeah, I know you've spoken about it before, but have you kind of had to just embrace that that kind of the fame nearly that's come since Rio and you can use it to your advantage to, to push rowing and promote rowing? Because I know you're big on that. Yeah, like it definitely has a place and we're lucky enough to be in, an in a position to, to promote rowing like and to encourage kids to go out and, and give it a go on and, and then to even encourage existing rowers to, to make a bigger effort at it and try and encourage them to, to try and go faster. And, um, but again, it's about balancing it, you know, we don't want to, if we spent all our time tied up doing, doing these promotional things, mm. we, we wouldn't have a lot of time for training yeah. and mm. like the priority is to do the training and if we can fit in the promotional stuff around that, then we'll do that. But uh, the training takes number one and then this stuff comes after, but when we, when we can do it, we'll try and do our best for it, yeah. yeah. You mentioned training there, you were in New Zealand and Australia and, you know, yeah. some people might think it's it kind of a bit of a jolly up, but it, it's, it's hard graft, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like I, I mean, it was, was, um, it, was huge, it was a huge yeah. opportunity for us yeah. to to spend a long duration of time away and experience a new part of the world, and also to take advantage of the good weather that they have down there in, in our winter. So we just spent a lot of time in the gym here, but we got to go down there and we spent all the time on the water. And I think you know that definitely stood to us, and it was mm. a learning experience as well because we were able to experience the way that the New Zealand system works and the Australian system works and how they train and and what their environments are like. And um, you know, we were able to learn from that, and we can come home with that knowledge and. You know, to tell you the truth, there wasn't a whole lot different about what we do compared to what they do, but it's just, uh, you know, more people buy into it on a bigger scale. And I think that's, what's, that's what we're seeing in Ireland is more people are starting to buy into what we're doing and, and, uh, and we're starting to see more and more success each year. Yeah. At that level, it's, it's pretty unrelenting though as well. You mentioned training there, that it, it's non-stop. Have you had time to take off since the Worlds or, or have you kind of worked it? Yeah, so we take two weeks of rest okay. after the World Champs. We'll uh, start getting into it by the third week and then by the fourth week we should be fairly full on again for the next next couple of months. Yeah, and Paul, you're, you're in college in UCC, so it's, you know, time management is obviously key. You're used to it at this stage, but... Yeah, yeah, um, that's the thing. It's all about time management. So like Gary was saying as well, just kind of 
manage this type of stuff so that it fits in with the training and the college, it just makes the, the whole thing more doable, whereas we're kind of a bit lost there straight after Rio. We kind of didn't know what was going on, there was so much and we weren't really managing it. Oh, it was okay, but I think it was... But it was the time and the place yeah. to get stuff done, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was four years out from the next Olympics and, and there was an opportunity there to, to create awareness for rowing and to do, to do good for it. And um, I think we tried to capitalise on that when we could, but then we also realised very fast that if we kept doing what we were doing, we wouldn't, have, we wouldn't be able to do the training we needed to do. So we kind of like tried to knock it on the head and back into the, the training. But yeah, yeah like we, we, we were both doing exams up to Rio. Like mm. we finished our exams in, in May the year before Rio. And um, we've been in school all our lives rowing. So like, you know, you, if you want to do something badly enough, we always say you'll do it. And there, there are supports in place as well. So I'm on the Quirker Scholarship in UCD, mm. or UCC, sorry. I've been in UCD yeah. as well before, but um, they're just really good at um, helping you manage things. And if you're struggling, you let them know. If you're missing a day in college, you just kind of send an email ahead to give them a heads up. And um, if you need help, catch you up with notes or whatever, they'd be, um, they'd be good to help out there as well. So yeah. uh, those are little kind of supports as well around that um, just make that little bit of difference that um, helps you get over the line then. You're studying medicine as well, so it's not like you're doing something easier, like arts or whatever, so it's, yeah. it's, it must be intense. Um, it's pretty busy art, yeah. um, and you're kind of thrown straight into it, so um, I've kind of got back into the training um, already just to kind of slow down the decline, because I know that, um, say, later in the year when you're kind of doing exams and stuff, you won't have the huge amount of time, so I'm just trying to not drop off the fitness, just kind of keep it at um, a certain level and I think that'll kind of help then later in the year. Yeah. And Gary, full-time rowing training for you at the moment? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and how are you kind of finding that? Because as you say, you've yeah. all your life it's been school or college, so there's been a, a bit of a mix, but... It's good, like, I mean, it's, it's very different, you know, I'm, we've got a bit more time so we can afford to lie in the morning a bit more, uh, spend more time drinking cups of coffee, but yeah, no, I think I'll probably try and get a bit of a job or something and get a bit of work practice and build up maybe a network of... Uh, and if we're people and see what it, because like, you know, I think the rowing won't last forever. Mm. Um, it, time will get the better of us eventually. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, hopefully it won't, but probably <laughs> will. And uh, but you never know. Like I mean, the time will come when I have to get a job. And I think you know, while I'm young and in a position and I have time in my hands, I'm gonna just try and try and seek some work yeah. and do some do something. Yeah. Are you someone to, to kind of map out the future like that, or is it kind of just take as it comes? Would you? Would I'm you a bit of both. Like yeah. you know, you'd be conscious of what's going on in your life and what you're gonna do with yourself, but. Uh, at the same time, you'd be just. You'd, I'm sitting there as an open book at the minute. Yeah. yeah. Any mm. any kind of particular areas of interest? Is, oh, I've graduated in marketing. So okay. Yeah, I'm in, I'm interested in business and that kind of thing, but yeah, nothing nothing secured yet. Okay. But I'll be just figuring it out now yeah. over the next few weeks and yeah. months, I guess. You mentioned Tokyo there, obviously, and talking about Rio, the Olympic cycle does go quickly. We're already halfway through this particular mm. one, and attention will now start turning to to Tokyo. Who who are kind of the main rivals at the moment? Because I heard you talk about it the other day, and it is still two years two years out, so boats can come through fairly quickly out of yeah. nowhere. But who are kind of your main rivals at the moment? Uh, well, I guess I we got Italy, Italy Belgium, Norway, Norway, New Zealand, Poland, Spain. There's, there's a heap yeah. of them. Like and like yeah. the field is it's t really tight. Like um, most of the year when we're racing and we're trying to get through the rounds, like the semi-finals and the quarter-finals, like there's usually no more than a second or two between all the boats. Like the top twelve boats could be off and within a second, and um, it's tight. And sometimes, you know, sometimes we get a gold medal. Sometimes we come fourth. Sometimes Norway wins. Sometimes they get beaten. And you know, it's just about getting it right on the one that's most important, really. Yeah. Um, like this year it was the World Champs, and we said like whatever, whatever we did all year, the World Champs was going to be the one that we wanted to go our very fastest, and we managed to pull that off and we beat them all. But I suppose, yeah, there's 
you just don't know like again we're two years out and two years out from the last yeah. Olympics would you predict predicted that we would come along and get a medal yeah. and probably not getting the, the preparations right in, in the lead up to it and I think um, Joe at FBD now um, supporting the, mm. the whole Olympic team that um, it should hopefully try and create a platform where all the supports will be there and there'll be some um, you know, good funding, good camps and stuff mm. like that before uh, the qualifiers in, in Tokyo. And, but and not just for rowing, but for all the all sports as well. Like, yeah, yeah. You can see the last 12 months, like Irish there's sports are just like good Yeah, there's been a huge you know? buzz all summer, especially with um, the height of everyone winning medals. And yeah, so it's an exciting it's time, like it's an exciting time for the athletes. And I think, you know, it'll be an exciting time for FBD to be a part of it as well. And, and they, I think they can definitely contribute to, to, to furthering the success of all these teams. Yeah. Obviously, with success comes expectations, and, and since Rio, you have been in the public limelight, and everyone kind of associates Irish rowing with yourselves. How, how do you kind of deal with that? What's your kind of your psychology around even before the world final? There, do you, is it kind of do you get to a moment where you have to completely switch on, or is there nerves play a part, or how do you kind of go about it? I don't think we get hugely no. nervous. Or people are always saying, Joe, the, the expectations now of the public, but. Like we've never done it for the public, so we just, yeah. I don't yeah. even it doesn't even enter the, the mind the frame. To be honest, like we're just there for ourselves. And if we go out there and go as fast as we can, and like the last time we came first, but if we went the same speed as we did and three crews beat us and we came fourth, like what, what are you going to do? do? Yeah. You know, what are and you going to do? And what yeah. are all the people who expect us to do it well? Like what are you going to do? It's that's just like that's sport, you know. You know? Mm. I mean, of um, course we'd love to win it, and you'd be disappointed not to, but you just have to kind of accept that and move on. But I think. What helps with us as well is that we know that, say, our lives won't be completely determined by it, that we have things that we can get on with after rowing, so I'll mm. kind of keep going to college and studies and stuff, and Gary's going to take a job in marketing or something, so it's not like our lives are over at the yeah. Olympics. I mean, obviously, we, we really love to win it, and yeah, that's why we're one turn we're going yeah. to try, but it, that just kind of helps then kind of balance the nerves you know mm. do you have to to know evolve what you're doing now that you're world champions looking ahead to tokyo now it's still two years out but is it just a case of getting from a to b as quickly as you can or do you now have to kind of evolve your tactics to to kind of fine-tune them over the next two years is it constantly that um, kind of evolving not huge no, no, you know no. i think it still is just going as fast as we can okay. but we do have to say evolve ourselves and just kind of the training whole, programs and plans and yeah. yeah how we kind of attack things the lifestyle to yeah. The, absolutely everything you just try and improve I mean, if we every aspect of everything so that then when you get to the race you can get from the start to the finish as fast as you can if we say look Joe what we did this year worked well we won the world championship we just do this for the next two years but I mean life is just so much different from day to day and week mm. to week and year to year that you just can't have the same plan and you're always trying to adapt it a little bit to, to suit what's what's going on as well And but even when, when we're going back training you know, we'll sit down with the coach and we'll just discuss you know what we thought went well, what worked on the training camps, what might, what could we have done better. I mean, things did go really well all year and we, we did an awful yeah. lot right. And it's not that we did anything wrong, like we, we might have done nothing wrong, but can we do what's right but make it better? And um, that's the kind of thing now we'll be just, you know, just trying to make every aspect better in, in our lives so that it'll help our performance then come race day. Yeah, as you say, gold medal is, is the target essentially, but uh, just judging what you're, kind of what you're saying is it's not the end of the world if you, if you don't come back with one and you've got different things oh, yeah, in your life. There's no secret to us that we're, like, we're not going out there yeah. to win anything else other than gold. Yeah. Like, that's the plan. That's yeah. what we're doing it for. We'd be deaf to go anywhere else and try and win second or third or fourth. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone in any sport would be trying to do that. So. Yeah. We're definitely going to throw everything at it, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I just think you know, dealing with pressure and stuff like that, it just doesn't, we don't think about it so much, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, 
I could see also. Yeah, immediate plans, obviously straight back into training after a couple of weeks off. Is that kind of the focus now, get back with the coach and just work on the stuff that, as you say, you did well, maybe you can improve on? Yeah, yeah, like just keep doing what we're doing right and then do it better, like, pretty much. Mm. Brilliant, yeah. Mm. Continued success. Nice you might fun. pop into us again, the 42, before Tokyo team like a good omen before Rio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, <laughs> many lads. Nice one. Cheers. Appreciate it, thank you.